Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mouth Sword Ministries. I'm your host, Timothy Aaron, and I'm joined with Rhonda Kay. And we're going to uh, be talking more marriage talk today. The title of this episode is Boyfriend and Girlfriend or Married. Boyfriend and Girlfriend or Married. Dearly Father, we thank you for another day that you have given us, another day of life, health, and strength, food, clothing, shelter, mercy, and grace. Uh, Dearly Father, we just ask that you continue to meet the needs of your people, to keep watching over your people, to keep uh, extending and extending your mercy over us because we always need your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. And in everything else you do, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, so more marriage talk today. Uh, I just kind of want to talk about uh, marriage uh, to today because, you know, it just, it just seems like it's always on TV, you know, whether somebody's talking about it directly or indirectly. Uh, but, it, but it seems like to me that the the main train of thought or the main understanding that most people have Christian or non-Christian is the worldly perspective of marriage and so that's why marriage is something that we're probably going to talk about a lot here and uh this this challenge uh the standards and the and the way most people see it uh so that's why the title of this one is boyfriend and girlfriend or married um so in the world today, in America today, you have this train of thought. You have standards that people live by. You know, when people, um, when, when, when a man and a woman meet and they, and they uh, start dating and then the, the relationships get serious, and even if it's a, a serious sexual relationship, uh, they tend to refer to each other as boyfriend and girlfriend and not as married. You know, uh, because the fact of the matter is most people don't see themselves as married until the state say they are married, until they get the marriage license with the state. And uh, that's that's what I want to challenge today, because you have you have a man's word on marriage and then you have God's word on marriage. You know, and Jesus taught that when a man leaves his parents and he cleaves the word cleaves means to join sexually to his wife they too become one flesh and he says and therefore what god has joined together don't separate so when you when a man and woman have sex and it's a committed relationship where they're not separating they stand together they want to be together according to the word of god they are married they are not boyfriend and girlfriend they are married and uh, there's no boyfriend and girlfriend system when it comes to the word of God. You know, um, it's just a natural process when it comes to the word of God. And, uh, you know, leave it up to man to overcomplicate uh, the marriage institution. You know, uh, they say, well, it's got to it's got to have a wedding or, well, it's got to have a marriage license or, well, you got to say marriage vows. And, and none of that is true. None of that simply is true. You know, uh, once again, Jesus taught that when a man leaves his parents, 
and he cleaves, cleave, join, join how? Sexually. They too become one flesh. Jesus says that when a man and a woman have sex, they are no longer two. They are one. He calls them one flesh. That's how he sees them as one flesh. And then he says, therefore, what God has joined together, don't separate. Let not man put asunder. Don't separate. And uh, so we see this time and time and time again, uh, uh, whether on TV or whether at work or or in your community, a lot of times people will uh, tell you that you're living in sin because you don't have a marriage license. And uh, so that's a problem. That's a problem because, you know, they get that from the scripture paraphrase, obey the laws of the land. Now, now I have a couple of problems with that because obey the laws of the land don't mean man's laws get to change God's word. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. And so if if man's laws say you have to be uh, legally married, you know, in order to be married with the state or whatever, that still don't change what God established marriage to be. You know, he says when a man leaves his parents and cleaves, they two become one flesh. And uh, and they stay together. They are married. That's what that's what Jesus said. And he says, and y'all need to stay together. So uh, but when um, certain states might say, oh, well, if you don't have a marriage license, then according to us, uh, it's it's not right or whatever, you know. But we have to understand God's word takes priority over man's word. And that, and if there is any sin, it's not the sin of fornication. It, it would be the sin of just not obeying the laws of, of the land, mm-hmm. you know, in, in those few states. And um, so another thing I want to talk about, obey the laws of the land, when um, Paul and Peter talked about that. Paul talked about it in Romans chapter 13. And Peter talked about it in First Peter chapter 2. And uh, but both of them teach that once again, you know, it's better to be, obey God rather than, rather than man. And two, they're both talking about, when they say obey the laws of the land, they're talking about crimes, felonies, things that will get you arrested, things that will get you locked up and thrown in prison. You know, that, that's what they're talking about. That's why Paul says, if you do evil, fear for the police, they don't, they won't bear the sword in vain, he says. He's talking about doing something that will get you get the have the police to draw their gun on you and 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 chase you down and put you in handcuffs and arrest you and put you in prison you know he's talking about that kind of stuff you know uh robbery and burglary and um murder theft uh stealing you know he's talking about serious felonies not uh living together without a marriage license where do you find that at, though? What, the the, the scripture par- paraphrase? Yeah. Romans chapter 13. Oh, Romans 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. Romans chapter 13 mm-hmm. and 1 Peter chapter 2. Okay. And because uh, uh, he, he kind of sums it up what he's talking about when he says, for he bears not the sword in vain. Mm-hmm. He's talking about crimes, you know, serious crimes, murder, you know. That's why he uses, uses the word evil. I have never seen uh, the police surround the house uh, 
and tell two people to come out with your hands up because y'all living together without a marriage license. Yeah, I've right. never seen that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, it's unheard you of. Never, don't, don't hear it on the news. You know, two people were shacking up, <laughs> you know, and the police got those criminals. You know, you, you don't. So, shacking up, so right, they say. Right. So, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And so, really, the marriage license in America is optional it's it's not mandated it's optional and it's it's uh it's just the state's way of saying if you want us to recognize your union then you got to do it our way now that's another point the apostle paul tells us not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers Mm -hmm. you know and he calls the law the unjust you know, he, he, he said that in First Corinthians chapter 6. He says to, to the believers that has a dispute with one another, he says, why do you guys go to the law and that before the unjust? He calls the law, the states, the unjust, the wicked. You know, he says the church should not even have nothing to do with them. So once again, you know, we as believers, we got to better know the word of God. And it is important for us to understand what Jesus is saying about a thing versus what uh, the states or the law is saying about a thing. Because Jesus, when it's all said and done, he's going to judge us and reward us based on his word and his word alone. Um, so to give you an example, <clears throat> I happen to believe that at the end times, it's going to it's going to come out that people are going to have to get back with their first spouse. You know, people are going to have to get back to that with their first spouse. So if you believe that your first spouse is the first person that you were legally married to, then you might get it wrong. You will get it wrong, probably, yeah. you know. So you got to understand the word of God and what marriage is according to what Jesus said. So once again, if two people are in a sexual committed relationship and they are and it's a heterosexual relationship mm-hmm. because a man leaves father and mother and cleaves to his wife and they two, male and female become one flesh. So it has to be a heterosexual relationship. If you're in a heterosexual sexual committed relationship then guess what according to the word of god you are married you're not boyfriend and girlfriend quit calling yourself boyfriend and girlfriend you are married and you need to recognize yourself as married so that you can move forward in the righteousness of god you know people want to say it's fornication because you don't have the marriage license that's not true once again you got to understand the word of god on that um That's why I like what the Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter um, 12, verses 2. He says, be not conformed to this world, Mm -hmm. but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, when you start trying to please God, by living according to man's word, you, you're going to miss God. You know, you're going to you're going to get off the, the, the right path and you're going to go down another path. So we have to understand what the Lord is saying when he says certain things, because Satan, 
our adversary, he's always going to give us alternatives so that we can be tricked and be led astray mm-hmm. and, go, and go down the wrong path. Um, Jesus said at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Sermon on the Mount is uh, Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, and chapter 7. At the end of chapter 7, he says, Now them that hear my sayings and keep them, he said, I will liken them unto a wise man, a wise man who build their house upon a rock, and so that when the storms come and beat upon that house, that house won't fall because it was founded on a rock. He says, but if you don't hear my words and I will liken you unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand and when the storms come and beat up on that house, he says that house will fall, will collapse and great will the fall of it be. So we have to understand once again, the world is always going to have an opinion. The world is going to always have another way. And as believers, especially when it comes to something as big as marriage is, we got to get it right. We have to understand, you know, what marriage is according to the word of God and not be led astray. You have anything to add to that so far? Only thing I have to add to it is that um, a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how if they don't know, then how can they do something they don't really know you know what I mean well that's exactly why we got Miles Ward ministry started so right. people can know because you're right you know it it just it just went without saying for the longest that marriage was only marriage when you went through the state right you know and that's not true uh, the United States is just 250 years old well we know marriage is a whole lot older than that right a whole lot older than that so how do people get married before the United States came up came on the scene right. you know I think about David in the Bible how he was hiding in the in the wilderness from King Saul King Saul was trying to kill him and uh, but David met Abigail and uh, make a long story short uh, Abigail came to David's hiding place and the Bible says she became his wife. How did she become his wife? A man left father and mother and cleaved to his wife and they two became one flesh and they stayed together. That's how, Right. you know, I also think about, um, Isaac and Rebecca, you know, Rebecca was a young woman and she left her parents to go and marry Isaac. And when she got to Isaac's camp, uh, the Bible said Isaac, Isaac's mother's tent was there because his mother was dead. And the Bible says Isaac and Rebekah went into his mother's tent. And in that tent, she became his wife. What happened in the tent? We know what happened. Yeah, we know what happened in the tent. Male and female Mm -hmm. became one flesh and they stayed together. And that's how they were married. So sex coupled with commitment between a man and a woman is God's definition marriage right you know so people want to say oh you shacking up or oh, you're not legally married oh, oh so what you know we need to get it right we need to understand that and uh tv is always going to have another opinion mm-hmm. the world is always going to have another way so it is extremely important for the people of god to to know god's way 
Okay, if you have any questions or comments about this topic, we would love to hear from you. You can uh, reach us at T. Aaron at Thief in the Night Ministries dot com. That's T. Aaron at Thief in the Night Ministries dot com or Mouseward Ministries at Gmail dot com. Either one of those emails will work and uh, we can hear your comment and questions and we can read them uh, on the podcast and talk about them. So we would like to hear it from you. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Um, so we're going to end in prayer at this time. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you once again for your mercy and for your word and for the desire of your word. Uh, we believe that your word is priority number one. And uh, so we just thankful and we praise you for that. And we ask that if there is anybody listening to this podcast that that is in a bad place, that's in a hard place, that you uh, meet them and deliver them from that situation and set them free and uh, give them hope and give them joy and get them going on their way. These things that we ask in the mighty, wonderful, precious name of your son, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen.